It's time again for Talking Trade, sponsored by MMAC's World Trade Association and Michael Best Strategies. Welcome to another session of Talking Trade. My name is Ken Waslick, uh, Managing Director of EM Waslick Associates, an international business development company. It's really my pleasure to introduce Pramati, um, and I'm going to let you uh, say your last and your family names, uh, who is the principal partner of BI International, a global trade and investment development consulting firm based in Jakarta. Um, BI International focuses on growing opportunities in Southeast Asia and trade opportunities with partners around the world. So welcome very much to Talking Trade, Pramati. And please, you know, for the audience, say, um, uh, pronounce your name correctly. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. It's been a pleasure to, uh, you know, to introduce myself. Uh, my name is Primadi uh, Wahyubidakdo Surya Sumanto. I'm, I have been with uh, BI International for about like 15 years. And uh, before we continue, I think it's like uh, about, uh, there were times during my college year, a master uh, years that I do some podcasts with uh in the radio but so it's been a while ago so now i'm back in this kind of session but now it's everything is much more virtual than well that, uh, how well, it has have been like 15 years ago so it's yeah a pleasure. that's, yeah, Ken, that's great so today we're going to be talking about indonesia and you're in the heart of it and um, indonesia is one of the largest populous countries thousands and thousands of islands three time zones very large company country but it really doesn't get a lot of attention here in the United States. So except as a tourist destination for weddings and others in the island of, you know, in Bali, can you give us an overview of the Indonesian economy and the major sectors and what's the business climate today uh, in Indonesia? Yes. Uh, thank you, uh, Ken. It's understandable. You're not, yeah, you're not the only one. Uh, who are saying that, and not just in the U.S., but also in other uh, like far-flung countries. So uh, today we will talk about Indonesia as a country itself. Actually, Indonesia is the uh, world uh, fourth largest most populous country. So basically, it's like right after U.S., the fourth populous country in the world is Indonesia. So uh, that's Indonesia as a country to give you the the example of the population and as for the size from east to west it's like you know uh similar the distance similar with the coast to coast of the u.s itself from new york to la or maybe to alaska uh, mm -hmm. but and uh, as a whole uh, we are the two-thirds of a whole asean Southeast uh, asian countries with seventeen thousand island however Population are fifty percent in the smaller island of Java. So, like the, and Java, uh, actually is the most densely populated island in the world, and also is one of the most densely populated. Uh, if it's independent country, we will be like as uh, independent. Sorry, we will be as uh, most densely populated as uh, Bangladesh, and. Uh, Sectoral-wise, uh, Indonesia is still backed up by the uh, agricultural, also mineral resources, uh, with uh, in addition to the consumer uh, business. 
So uh, I'm seeing that the government put uh, huge efforts on the restructuring policy uh, in Indonesia to bring global business, global companies to Indonesia. And uh, the reason that uh, they would like to see or they would like to make Indonesia as uh, more competitive in global presence, we will talk later. But uh, for the past uh, 10 years that uh, the development is uh, growing and mm -hmm. you know it's easier to do business now than it was and how it was like 10 years ago and yes. one of the great example is the omnibus law which was uh made in like 2019 or 2020 which allow uh more foreigners to work and live in indonesia and uh, now we also have like a golden visa for uh you know specific uh, uh entrepreneurs to enter indonesia and one of the first uh, person uh, who got the international visa was the founder of ChatGPT, oh, uh, OpenAI, okay. OpenAI, OpenAI, yeah, ChatGPT, yeah. uh, you know, right. OpenAI. So, uh, well, great. also, yeah, this yeah, number of and beside that, it's like uh, get number of negative investment uh, lists in Indonesia, and I think that also. Uh, the number of initial zones are uh, greatly increased, and uh, I believe, but uh, in some uh, development on the infrastructure side, need to be backed up by the regulation, and which was more, of course, regulation is changing, but sometimes the bureaucracy is still, you know, like quite wrap tape, mm -hmm. while the other challenge is, uh, you know, the human resource capability. Where you know some you know uh, global companies find it challenging to find a good talent in Indonesia. Yeah, so that is uh, well, my take. Well, that's a that, thanks for that background. It gives us a good uh, opportunity or uh, a overview of the uh, current situation. I was in Indo Indonesia probably about eight years ago, and I started seeing the changes from uh, decades past. Um, in the improvements and the very much uh, positive business climate. So are there opportunities for American companies uh, in Indonesia today? I mean, obviously there's the oil industry that's mm -hmm. very, very deep. Mm -hmm. uh, are they in agriculture and, mm -hmm. and palm oil and things of these uh, products, but are there other opportunities for American companies? So, uh... Actually, uh, in terms of uh, mid-sized American companies, uh, Indonesia is already uh, becoming importers of uh, in uh, U.S. soybean, as well as like uh, milk. Uh, you know the raw milk for the uh, raw materials in Indonesia. So this is already big, and uh, the other opportunities is like. Uh, uh, Based on our, uh, I would say, long-term relationship with U.S., Indonesia uh, is actively developed collaboration in with the so many in U.S. And as you can see, uh, of course, like big companies are already here, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, and the food and benefit sector is already one of the biggest uh, opportunities for American companies who would like to enter Indonesia. Mm -hmm. And uh, in terms of like consumer industry. Uh, you know, 
uh, food and beverage rest, uh, companies is uh, you know one of the uh, opportunities for uh, American company, good American company, like you know just uh, Subway and Popeyes were just enter uh, this past few years. And but the one thing, uh, chicken sandwich that I would like to see is Chick Fil A. So hopefully that Chick Fil A will come. You know. Well, okay. So if that's the case, then let me take that on as a challenge and try to contact the Chick Fil A uh, uh, management and uh, especially the International <laughs> Development Group. So on that. Yeah. Well, one of the things yeah. that we had a uh, we had a program uh, earlier this year talking about the decoupling of U.S. companies from China. And many U.S. Mm -hmm. companies from an importer standpoint are taking a China plus one approach, looking mm -hmm. at alternatives uh, through mm -hmm. Southeast Asia, Vietnam being a principal. But is Indonesia benefiting from this um, mm -hmm. decoupling from China, from Western, com mm -hmm. uh, West Western companies in America, Europe, and in mm -hmm. other uh, locations? Well, uh, you know what, uh, Ken, it's not just uh, Western or like say Japan companies, but even now the Chinese companies also open a factory in Indonesia uh, in order to do business with uh, with the uh, uh, American one. So uh, if that was the question, yes, uh, Indonesia is included for the plan of uh, Western and I would say companies or developed com country companies like Japan, Korea. Yeah, and, and it... I think that I think that uh, we see uh, that they are having a setup entities. They are looking to uh, enter Indonesian uh, industrial zones, and uh, you know we can see also that there is a market for everyone uh, at the high end or middle market, and as a manufacturing base. Uh, Indonesia also has like some competitiveness as well. In this case, well, you know, we always talked about um, apparel and maybe these low-value goods. But do you see higher-value goods uh, being manufactured in Indonesia as well? Uh, I think is also uh, yes. Uh, we all see uh, like in the electric vehicles. Uh, Indonesia is. Uh, well, say one of the largest uh, nickel producers, and therefore that's why uh, there are many uh, say electric vehicle companies who would like to enter Indonesia. Also, uh, those on the supply chain sector in Indonesia, and uh, but even though that uh, you know uh, Tesla choose uh, Malaysia, uh, but you know they also depend on the raw material from Indonesia itself. So. The ecosystem is already here, uh, but uh, the challenge is to make it uh, them to invest in Indonesia, because of course, uh, you know, competition from the neighboring countries is already uh, high. Uh, say like Thailand, who has uh, which has the one of the most developed uh, automotive industry or with the higher uh, higher end business in uh, Malaysia. Which have, uh, let's say, much more developed infrastructure, yeah, and uh, talent as well. Well, this is a fascinating conversation, Pramadi, and uh, unfortunately, we're running out of time here. So, uh, mm -hmm. he's uh, we could talk for 
probably a day <laughs> on the uh, improvements of and the uh, economic climate and the business climate in mm -hmm. Indonesia. I we I've personally seen it uh, evolved over the last years, uh, especially with the new president or not so new president. He's in his second term, uh, Joko Widodo. Uh, and mm -hmm. so I just, you know, I, I just see uh, good opportunities going forward um, in Indonesia and especially trade between the United States and, and the, uh, the country as well. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to thank you for joining us, uh, Pramadi. I appreciate your time. I know uh, with the time difference, it's uh, late at night for you, um, but uh, this is another session of Talking Trade. Thank you for joining us. Uh, see you next time. Okay, see you next time. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. Have a nice evening. Have a nice morning, actually. <laughs> You've been listening to Talking Trade, sponsored by MMAC's World Trade Association and Michael Best Strategies.